This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Circuit of Success, and thank you for joining me. You know, it's been said that success comes to those who wait, but I believe the opposite. I believe that it's earned with the right attitude, a great belief system, and action every single day. When you mix that in with faith, courage, discipline, and most importantly, a vision, that's when greatness happens. Now let's dive right in to this week's guest. Welcome to the Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and today we have Kristen Brogan on the show with us. Kristen, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Brett? I'm doing great. I'm excited to uh, have you. I know your dad, uh, Chris Johnson, was on the show not too long ago, just a couple weeks ago. We had a great time. Uh, I've got you guys' books. I've been all over your website. You guys have a phenomenal website, ontargetliving.com. For those people listening, I would highly recommend going to that website. So uh, excited for you to be with us today. Yeah, me too. I know. You get to hang out with the whole family almost. The whole crew. Just now your brother's missing, right? My brother, my mom. Yeah. Right. Well, good. So why don't you just, for our listeners that don't know who uh, Kristen Brogan is, why don't you give us a little uh, glimpse of your life and what's made you the woman you are today? Sure. So I work as a professional speaker and I'm the chief mindful living officer at On Target Living, which is our family owned company. It's a health and performance company where we help people discover the power of feeling their best. And we work with organizations and individuals to really transform performance from the inside out through our healthy living practices. We teach a lifestyle that blends resting, eating, and moving. So I work as the registered dietitian for the company. I'm a yoga instructor, superfood chef. So kind of blending in all of these different aspects, the resting, eating, and moving, but I do it through more of a mindfulness kind of perspective. And I grew up with a very healthy lifestyle. I was always into kind of the health field and always had a passion for it. Um, I had a kind of a different path that led me to what I'm doing now, um, but I knew it was something that I, I always wanted to do, but also teach in my own way that made sense. Yeah, that's awesome. So I love the rest, eat, move. Uh, we were just talking about the uh, your family's book, Capacity, and how great it is. I'll be shadowing that uh, on social media here soon. But talk to us about, I want to dive in real quick if we can. I was just having this discussion with some other leaders about are eating, right? And and so I know it's rest, eat, move, but we're going to start with eat if that's all right. Uh, because it's so, so... I mean, hey, we all love to eat. It's the most important thing anyway. Right. I'm going to take my scenario just because obviously I know that best. And uh, But I think a lot of our listeners and a lot of our friends that listen can, can really connect with this. But right, you get up, you go to work, you get home. If you're like me, I, I have four kids. I, you know, luckily, hopefully get to shove something down my throat before I'm changing and heading to right now baseball. And it just happens every night. Right. And then it's edit, copy, edit, paste, repeat. So what do we as busy parents, busy business leaders, what do we do to slow down and make sure we focus on eating correctly? I think it just all comes down to making the whole practice of eating very simple because you know, food is our universal language. It connects us. It's social. It brings us together. We all talk food, but none of us talk food the same. You know, we're always on a different diet, a different plan. We make the whole act of eating very confusing. And then that can lead to a lot of stress in our home life. So I kind of take it from the angle of going back to the basics when it comes to eating, eating foods that actually make you feel healthy and happy. You're not giving anything up. You're making everything better. If you and your family love spaghetti, 
you're making your spaghetti better. Maybe you're using ground bison or organic ground turkey or like healthier pasta sauces with better ingredients. I don't give up pasta. I just make sure that I'm doing a pasta that has one ingredient. It's organic semolina flour. It's just simple, simple stuff. You're making tacos with better meats. You're using organic cheeses. So not giving anything up, just slowly making it better. And it doesn't have to take you a lot of time either. I like it. So are you you a food prepper? Because I know a lot of people will, you know, say on Sundays, get their food prepped. If you're like me, I'm high maintenance on my food. I don't necessarily love leftovers. So what, what do you do on that side? No, I don't do a lot of food prepping. I mean, one of my passions is cooking. And I actually started my career as a retail corporate dietitian in a large supermarket. So another one of my passions is grocery shopping. I know this isn't most people's passions, but I live to go to the grocery store and you know, find things that are local or in season or new products or read ingredient lists and kind of experiment with new foods and flavors. So I don't like to meal prep because I don't ever know what I'm going to feel like, you know, a day from now or, you know, what my husband's going to want to eat. If there's a game on, are we going to tailgate? Are we going to do something fun? So I don't do a lot of meal prepping. I just, I have a repertoire of just simple recipes that I kind of just cycle throughout. And then every so often I'll experiment with, with new foods. Got it. I like it. Give us the the snapshot of what are some of the things that the busy person that may not love to go to the grocery store, that may not love to cook, uh, but what are the things that we need to be making sure we focus on every day that we are just staples, right? We got to have these, obviously the fruits and the veggies, but what are some of those takeaways that we can also add that are quick and easy and uh, good for us? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to go grocery shopping every day. And even though I love it, I don't go every single day. I go probably two or three times a week. Maybe you go once or twice a week. But the key is you want to make sure you go somewhat frequently because you want to get fresh produce, which is, you know, fresh items, fresh meats. So our food target, which we have on our website on targetliving.com, that's a guide to just the basics and the staples that you can just have in your pantry or your refrigerator. So basically, it's just making sure that you're stocking up on whole foods. So one ingredient foods, everything that's one ingredient will be healthy for us. So potatoes, sweet potatoes, red skin potatoes, I always have those on hand. I always have eggs in the fridge. I always have ancient grains like farro and quinoa. I have healthier pastas. I have pasta sauces. Um, I do, sometimes I'll buy ground meats and I'll put them in the freezer or, you know, boneless, skinless chicken. Um, I'll freeze it if I'm not using it right away. So just lean meats. Um, we don't, we don't say anything's off limits. We love, we love our meats, but we make sure that we're getting organic meats. We're getting, Um, wild caught fish, we're getting grass fed beef, and then lots of fruits and vegetables. So as long as we have some of these staple things that we call superfoods, you can put meals together that don't take a long time. And in fact, when you use some of these better quality ingredients, your foods are going to taste better because flavor actually comes from nutrients. You know, sometimes we think that healthy food doesn't taste good, but it's really all about the quality of the foods that we're choosing. Got it. And so that's the eat side. So now let's talk about the rest side. So why, obviously we know why it's important, right? But give us your perspective of that and uh, why we got to make that part of our life. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people think of exercise as a chore or they think of it as work and just another thing that they have to do in their busy lives. But it's all about kind of changing the mindset when it comes to all of these things. You know, you're not 
exercising to lose weight. I mean, that of course helps, but eating is 80% of the equation. We can never outrun a bad diet. So instead, we like to reframe the word exercise to daily movement and tell people that it's not about exercising to lose weight. It's about exercising to make you feel good because that's truly what it does. It washes the brain. It helps you reduce stress. And it's those benefits that have you coming back for more. So let's talk about, I, I'm literally looking at a picture right now. I think your dad sent me this or somebody from your office sent me this. It's got your, uh, the food target thing on the back and then it's got all the movements on the front. And it talks about dynamic warmup. Yes. It talks about foundation exercises. So the dynamic warmup, walk us through that. Yeah, sure. So there's five essential pieces that we believe make up the ideal exercise program because as we age, there's two things that we lose, flexibility and balance. So we can't just you know, run or walk on the treadmill all the time and just lift heavy weights. We have to do dynamic warm up, which is just simple movements. It's just dynamic movement poses where you're doing leg swings or arm swings or neck stretches. And then foundational poses, which is kind of our second piece to this fitness program is just basic yoga and posture poses. So we like to do, you know, chair pose and, and straight legged lunge and warrior one and two. We're big believers of yoga just because it's great for balance and flexibility and core. So you start kind of with those basics, the dynamic warm up, the foundations, which help you with your flexibility and your balance and your strength. And then you can move into more of the exercise pieces like your cardio, which is going to be great for burning up all that added stress. It's going to be really good for the heart. Strength training is going to be where you build more muscle so you can burn more calories. That's where you can really lose weight and see results. And then the final fifth piece is going to be some sort of cool down or stretching. We do a lot of breathing on the foam roller. Got it. Yep. I'm a big fan of the foam roller myself. Good stuff. So when you look at that dynamic warm up and you've got your seven exercises on this, and again, everybody can find that at ontargetliving.com. Um, those seven, are you doing them for like 10 seconds each? I mean, how long should the, should the dynamic warm up last? Yeah. I mean, dynamic warm up is probably about two minutes. So yeah, you're just doing each type of movement for a few seconds because all it does is it prepares your body for, for movement or for exercise. So just enough time to make you feel good and make you feel loose. I mean, I could do it in 30 seconds sometimes if I'm rushing through, you know, trying to get my workout in, but it's just a matter of time to get you loosened up. Okay. And then the foundation exercises, was that like 15, 20 minutes? Foundation exercises are only about like five to eight okay. minutes. Yep. We have a sequence of yoga poses that we go through just to kind of help with our balance and, and flexibility. And, you know, if you're doing a chair pose, you can hold that for maybe five, 10 seconds. You're doing a straight legged lunge or a warrior two. It's just about holding those for a few seconds at a time. All right. So now I'm going to ask you, how do we get in our most productive and our most creative spots mentally? How do we get there? I think it's all about finding balance in the right way. So I like to say that when we take time to rest and eat and move, but we're also mindful about it, we're paying attention on purpose to our life. And when we need, when some of these areas of our life, you know, get neglected, we can kind of bring ourselves back into balance because what happens is we want to be able to get into this state where, 
health and happiness feel effortless. And that can only happen when we are in a place where we have high energy and high level of focus more in the present. Because I think so often people are managing their time when managing your energy gives you so much, it allows you to do so much more with the time that you have. So in order to be really productive, the key is to making sure that you're managing your energy in the right way through, you know, your resting, your eating and moving, just simple practices. It doesn't have to take you a lot of time, but that's where when we start to build this lifestyle, then everything starts to feel effortless, right? I mean, it takes us so much less effort to go through our day if we are sleeping eight hours a night, if we're moving our body, we can focus better, we can perform better. So I think I, I'm the challenge, right? Because then it, it so I 100% agree with all these things, right? And But when I, I look at my day, I get up, like today I took my third son to basketball camp, I come straight to the office. So right, get up in the morning, get ready, take him to camp, come to the office, meetings, meetings, meetings all day long, um, and then go home, go to baseball. It's now, you know, it'll be 930 and we get home and 10 o'clock everybody gets to bed. And I finally want some, what I call my Brett time. Right. And so yeah. it's hard, right? Cause then I tell myself, oh, I got to get to bed, but I don't want to go to bed. I want to stay up and do something I want to do for a little bit. And it just is, it's tough. Right. So how, what are you finding that people maybe that are a lot like me, uh, how do we create that habit just to make rest a priority? Yeah, I mean, there's things that are out of our control and we all have busy lifestyles. And I think sometimes, you know, the people that get up every single morning to exercise or take that yoga class, it doesn't mean that they have more time than anyone else. It just means that they prioritize that into their day because they see the benefits in some way or the other. Maybe you're getting up extra early. You're planning that time for you at the start of the day to move your body because you realize that it gives you more energy throughout the day. You can focus better. You're not spending so much time on certain tasks. You're breezing through it a little bit more. You know, you're, you're, you're taking time to kind of focus on the things that actually matter, but also understanding that it's not about being perfect. It's just about being better. And we really live by the 80, 20 rule, which is 80% of your week, you're trying to do the right things. You're trying to eat the right foods. Maybe you're cooking most days of the week. You're packing your oatmeal on the run. We have lots of recipes in our cookbook that are very, very simple and are geared towards high performers. Now, maybe 80% of the time you're moving your body. 80% of the time you're planning, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep. Now, when you think about the 80-20 rule in, in, as it relates to food, That gives you kind of four meals out of the week that you can splurge and not have to worry so much about it. So slowly, as you start to build these habits, that's where you don't even, no matter how busy you are, you never leave your lifestyle behind. I mean, no matter how busy we are, we don't forget to brush our teeth or take a shower. That's right. And that's how we start to teach people is, hey, I know your life is busy. Everyone has a very busy life and juggling so many different things. But if you slowly start to build these habits, one small step at a time, where you start drinking more water and you start moving your body every day, that's where everything becomes easier and you don't have to think so hard about it. You don't forget about it. You don't leave your lifestyle behind. Well, I think that's true. Creating those good habits, that's a big deal, right? Yeah, definitely. So we talked about the the rest, the eat, the move, and now let's talk about your space. I mean, you guys have got a really cool project going on up there, and uh, tell us about that. What are you guys building? 
Yeah, so we're building our brand new headquarters, which will also serve as a retreat space. We're going to have all of our employees, our offices out of this space. We'll have our warehouse where we ship our superfoods and educational resources. But we'll also have a great space where we can host private and professional and work and team retreats so people can just get away from that, you know, everyday grind and start to build these healthy habits that are geared more towards this high performance type of lifestyle. And when's that thing open? Yes, I know. I'm so excited. It's going to be probably late fall this year. That's exciting. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. So we're we're hoping that we can start doing retreats come December 1st. Um, We'll be doing even some health professional retreats. Um, for people who even want to kind of share this this lifestyle with you know those around them, I love it. So, talk to us about the the myths around happiness. What are what are those myths? Yeah, that's a great topic. Happiness is it's it's something we all want, right? I mean, I think our greatest purpose as humans is to be happy. Now, many people say that our purpose is to be successful, but successful people aren't always happy people. (laughs) You know, we think that we like go after this new car and the new job and the fancy house and all these things in hopes it will make us happy. And research shows that successful people aren't always happier people, but more positive and happier people tend to be more successful. So I think what happens is we're constantly trying to find happiness in so many different ways, whether we read this new best-selling book or we go to this, you know, remote island in the middle of nowhere or we, you know, get this new job or even we go on a diet. I mean, come the new year, everyone's on a diet. They're on a diet because they think it will make them lose weight. And if they lose weight and they're skinny, then they think that it will make them happy, right? But I know a lot of people who are in great shape and they're not always the happiest people because they're on a diet. They're restricting themselves. You know, it's it's not sustainable. So I believe that, you know, your direct path really comes down to the way that you eat because you're never going to find happiness, but you live and eat your way to happiness in with the right foods because sometimes we're overfed, but we're undernourished. So it's all about certain foods that can actually make us feel healthy and happy. And really happiness begins when we start feeling it. And don't, right? Yeah. Don't you think it's too, that it's, it's a lifestyle, not a diet? Absolutely. I mean, it's a lifestyle. We know that regardless of what diet you're following, it requires you to restrict something for health reasons and a life of restriction will never make us happy. Yep. So what about the, how, how do we lead through chaos and stress? I, I read that somewhere that you're passionate about helping people with that. And so, so how do we do that? I mean, it just comes back down to kind of the mindfulness approach and slowing down. Now, you know, mindfulness is a huge buzzword right now, but basically it's about paying attention to your life on purpose with more awareness, right? And allowing you to be completely engaged in everything that you're doing and focusing on the things that actually matter. And it just starts with slowing down a little bit more and finding things that can actually make you feel a little bit more present and grounded and, you know, realizing that some things are out of your control and you just have to let them go. I mean, a lot of people, everything is just a simple kind of 
switch with mindset where many people, you know, are stressed about being stressed. And the more you think about being stressed, the more stressed you're going to be. So simple things of just kind of using a mindfulness perspective and changing your thoughts, because when you start to change your thoughts and the way you think about things, that's where you can really change your life. Yeah. I was just in a, um, I do some coaching or consulting for some companies and one of, I was meeting with one of the clients last week and we talked about strategic think time. I, I do it weekly. It's, it's me in a journal. That's it. No, no interruptions, no technology, no nothing. And I mean, wouldn't you agree with this comment that most people, when you do that, I told him it would probably take a year to year and a half to stop beating yourself up over the the slowdown hour and a half time that you're not going to fail, right? Because I remember when I started doing it, I was like, God, I should be working. I should be making phone calls. I should be doing this or I should be doing that. When in reality is when I look at my last 10 years of doing this, it's it's the best time I spend every single week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So, and so how do you, so what advice would you have for our listeners? So they're going to hear it from me, but they also want to hear from our guests. And so, so how do you do that? How do you slow down? I mean, it's like you slow down to get ahead. You know, you start, and we do this as a team where we have meetings and we say, okay, what are all the things that we can stop doing? And if we stop doing, like nothing happens. Right. Right. I mean, there's so many things we're doing. We're doing so much busy work. We're on meetings, we're on calls that, always aren't that productive. And, you know, our time is our most valuable asset. I mean, we, we need to make sure that we're using our time appropriately. So I think just stepping back and understanding that there's the big fish that you're focusing on throughout the day that you just, you can't not do, but there's a lot of little things that kind of get in the way, but also managing your day a little bit better. I mean, research shows that in the morning time, that's where we can use our most creative skills. And many times in the morning, we're getting up as soon as we get to the office, we're checking our emails, all these things that don't take a lot of brain power and just our busy work and just totally deplete us. So I think just changing up your day in the right way. I mean, not having your notifications on every second of the day, because what happens is 70% of the workplace is, is disengaged. They're doing, they're multitasking, they're doing a million things. So once we get distracted from our task at hand, it takes us so much longer to go back into that kind of task. So getting more of that mindful zone throughout the day where we're not letting these things disrupt us and understanding that we can let things go. You know, we, we can maybe delegate better or not have to do everything ourselves. So let's walk through for our listener right now. They, they're going to choose in their mind as they're driving or exercising, whatever they're doing right now. And it's going to be either around, I want to eat better. I want to exercise more. I want to sleep more. Um, so whatever they're saying in their mind right now, let's walk through and let's help them build baby steps to make it become an actual habit and commit to doing it. What do you start with? I would say, I mean, let's, let's step back and say, okay, well, why, like, why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to change? Why do you want to feel healthier? I mean, a lot of people want to live healthier, but they're not committed to living healthier. So what are you willing to actually do? You know, are you willing to drink a little bit more water throughout the day? I mean, water is number one, it's hydrating, it cleanses the body. Number two is, we have to start planning ahead and not cooking every meal at home, but also understanding that getting healthier truly starts with putting meals together. So 
if you aren't eating breakfast, the first step would be just to start eating breakfast. And maybe you're incorporating, we have an oatmeal on the run recipe, which is on our website. It's simple. It's just, it's adding rolled oats, cinnamon, walnuts, raisins, cacao nibs, which are very calming, high in magnesium. And then almond milk, you add it to a container, you you soak it overnight in the refrigerator, and then you grab it in the morning and go. Hmm. So simple things like drinking water, half your body weight in ounces, having a good healthy breakfast, um, maybe taking your leftovers for lunch the next day. Because what happens is when we don't plan ahead or we don't prepare our lunch, I mean, then we get stuck. We get so busy that we don't have time. We're not paying attention anymore on purpose. And then we reach for whatever's convenient. And then I mean, how can you perform at your highest level if you're having a burger and French fries for lunch? Right. You can't. Very hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the first step. And how about accountability? How important is that? Is that important to you? Like you personally, do you have like accountability partners? Is it your family, your, you know, your husband, friends? What do you do to stay motivated? Well, I think it, it starts with you know, being internally motivated, which is the hardest part. I mean, we all have external motivators, whether we have, you know, our gym or we have our family members or, you know, even stocking your refrigerator with healthy foods. That's all going to be good motivation for you. But that internal motivation, the reason that you're doing what you're doing, it has to come from within. So you have to have, and I know my dad has talked about this a lot, but just having a big reason why you're doing certain things. Do you want to be around for your kids? You know, do you want to be around for your grandkids? I mean, do you want to have the energy to, you know, go skiing out west? What is it that you really will drive you? And in turn, will help you live a, a better, happier life. I mean, I always tell people, you know, start to envision your future life. Like, what do you think having better health could bring you? Could it bring you internal happiness? Could it make you have a better relationship with your family? I mean, your kids, everyone. So I think finding that internal drive that will internally motivate you and the whole mindfulness is perspective. And the way I teach it is you're not doing things because you have to, or because someone tells you to, you're doing it because you want to, and because you like the way it makes you feel. So start eating in a way that actually makes you feel healthy and happy. I mean, one of the most popular diets on the market is a low carb diet. Now there's no coincidence that we have the highest rates of depression because certain carbohydrates like potatoes and ancient grains, those naturally produce serotonin. Now, in order to feel happy, the body has to produce serotonin. 90% of serotonin is made in the gut through the foods that you eat. We're not eating the right foods. We're not eating foods that actually make us feel good. Potatoes are the number one foods that boost serotonin naturally. And we're restricting all of these things from our diet. So I think going back to the basics and understanding that you need to start doing things because you want to. Yeah. So if I go down to the, the the steakhouse and I'm having dinners out with friends or something like that, am I if I'm getting my steak or I'm getting maybe salmon or I'm getting you know whatever chicken, so the mashed potatoes, I guess it comes back to how they're made, right? If they've got butter all over them and all that kind of stuff, then that good. But by and large, you're saying those are somewhat okay for us. Everything that's from the source, foods in their most natural state, you know, that come from the ground, that are directly from nature, one ingredient foods we call them foods from the source. 
they're always going to be healthy for, for you. There's never going to be a question. They don't even have a nutrition facts label. You know, there's so potatoes, fruits and vegetables, grains, lean meats. We know all these things are going to be healthy. So everything can fit in the diet as long as you know the source. Now, if I were to ask you, is chocolate healthy or not? Your answer should be, well, it, it depends on the source. Is it Cacao nibs, which are the raw, unprocessed form of dark chocolate, they're high in calming magnesium, good for stress and sleep, or is it a processed Hershey's candy bar? Is it a baked potato? Is it just a real potato or is it French fries? You know, so is it an apple or is it apple juice? So everything can fit as long as it's close to the source because it's foods that are in their most natural state that can naturally produce serotonin in the gut and make us feel good. That makes sense. So the closer to the source, the better. Exactly. Got it. Um, talk to us about just overall, I mean, mental mindset. I mean, what are you seeing the best people that you all coach, the leaders that you coach out there? I mean, what are they doing to stay mentally in the game and stay a student of the game to be strong every single day? I think just understanding that their health is important. And if you don't have your health, nothing else really matters. I mean, I know you talk a lot about this, but you know, health is wealth. It is. I mean, if we don't have our health, really none of our money matters. It's all about the quality of life and what, what we do with our life. And so you, so you just literally boil it down to those three things, the eat, the rest, the move. I mean, those three things, if we can just be very good in the basics, we don't have to get crazy on these certain workout plans and certain diets and all that. Just, just really seriously, just keep it simple. Well, yeah. And whatever behavior you choose, make sure that you can sustain it. I mean, a lot of people are doing crazy workouts that they hate, that they dread, that they lose sleep over, you know, that's not going to have in three months from now, what's going to happen is they're not going to work out at all. Right. You know, these people that are following these strict diets or the newest thing on the market, they're going to go to the complete extreme side of unhealthy because they've been living a life of restriction. So we have to understand that quick fixes and short term fixes, you know, cutting corners, they're never, it's never going to work. And are you, uh, do you take any supplements like from a, like, what is the, the powder you see at like a whole uh, foods type, like vegan type stuff that gets your greens from that? I mean, is that stuff okay? We're not, we're not fans of any supplements. So we're all about food and foods closest to the source because we believe, and as a dietitian, I don't recommend multivitamins because if you think about it, what's the source of a multivitamin? Where is it coming from? It's Processed. made in a lab. Yeah, it's made in a lab. Even if it's food-based, there's still a lot of processing that goes into turning those foods into a tablet form. And the body can't absorb nutrients in their isolated form. Hmm. So we need to get our nutrients from its whole perfect package. I mean, we're doing apple cider vinegar like it's just the craziest thing when we can just be eating apples. Yep. It comes back to simple things. A lot of people are doing green powders, but even though it has in the ingredients, you know, spirulina and algae and grass, it's still a processed form. It's still not in its whole food form. So we recommend there's some superfoods that are very powerful that we've researched and have grown to love and trust and just use ourselves because they're so nutrient dense is Wheatgrass, which is one ingredient, it's just grass, and then spirulina crella is a freshwater algae, and cod liver oil is going to be very high in omega-3 fats. So if you're getting 
the basics. We like to say that if you get some form of chlorophyll and some form of omega-3 fats in your diet from the source, you cover all of your nutritional needs from a nutrition standpoint. So we only recommend certain brands, certain kinds because of the quality in the source. So yes, supplements aren't always beneficial because they're they're not in their most natural state. And so like the wheatgrass stuff, I know you can get that stuff on your website along with everything else you just mentioned. So that's not necessarily a supplement like you'd buy at a whole food store, you're saying, because that's direct from the source? Yeah, I mean, they're just real foods. You could call them supplements, but that's not what they are. We just call them superfoods because they're nutrient-dense foods. And we found this wheatgrass, many wheatgrasses in the United States that you buy, they're all going to be pasteurized. Therefore, they're not going to have any of those live living enzymes that are really good for gut health, boosting serotonin. Now, the wheatgrass we recommend, it comes directly from Canada. Therefore, it doesn't have to be pasteurized. And it contains over 90 minerals because it's grown deep in the soil. So when it comes to even superfoods, nothing in this world is created equal. So you have to make sure that you're you're going after a trusted, best quality, you know, food source, which is why we kind of package everything together on our website. Got it. And then so that superfood, you're talking about the wheatgrass, that's just straight from the source. And then how many of those do you take a day? Yeah, so basically it's just grass that's juiced and put into frozen ice cubes. So it's at its most nutritional peak. And when you take those ice cubes and come frozen to your house, you drop three ice cubes in a glass of water and you drink first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. So you just drink the, you put them in and like they're the actual ice cube. Exactly. So it's kind of like, it turns into like a wheatgrass juice. Got it. All right, Kristen. Well, this has been awesome. Uh, tell our listeners, where can they find more of Kristen Brogan? Sure. So I have my website, kristenjohnsonbrogan.com, and then also our On Target Living website, ontargetliving.com. We have the food target, food guides, sample meal days, um, lots of recipe videos. So remember, it, this lifestyle it doesn't have to be hard. It's just taking one small step at a time and just forming those, those habits. And uh, social media? Yep, social media. I'm at Kristen Johnson Brogan. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. We'll put that stuff in the show notes for sure. And it's been great having you, Kristen. I'm really glad we got to connect. You too. Thank you for having me. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 